Welcome to the Soul Driven Podcast. I believe that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. If you are searching for meaning and purpose, if you are unsure about how to combine the spiritual with the everyday, if you are ready to uncover who you truly are, then you've come to the right place. The Soul Driven Podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. Join me for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, marketer, and your host. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to another Soul Driven episode. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide, Akashic soul channel, and your host. <laughs> so today is our first mini series episode. These are going to stop popping up on Fridays. And there's going to be a couple of different themes for these shows. So the one that we're starting off with are things I love. And things I love are just that. Very, very direct, very simple. Things I love, things that have made a difference in my life. And when I say difference in my life, I mean that in a grand scale. So things that are huge, impactful, have really helped me to navigate my way around the world, the way that I see things, how I operate. Um, they have helped me to transition in some way, shape, or form or another. None of these things will be ads. So um, FYI, I am only doing this because I want to share with you some of the awesome things that I have come to know in my life, experienced, all of that. So today we are jumping in with the first one. And my first one is a biggie. It's a book called Conversations with God. An Uncommon Dialogue by Neil Donald Walsh. So this book was a book that was given to me back in 2016 by a friend of mine. This friend and I used to have all of these big discussions about God. He is Danish and agnostic is probably what he would you know, label himself as. And when we would have all these discussions back then, I was still labeling myself as Christian. So we would get into these big philosophical discussions. You know, he like reads Nietzsche and all these other, you know, great minds that have, have passed on this planet. And one day um, he asked me about this book and asked me if I'd ever read it. And I was like, no, you know, kind of the premise of it just really didn't fit with me. And I'll, I'll get into more about the book in just a moment. But, um, but I was just like, no, and, um, you know, I'm not really interested in it, whatever. And lo and behold, a couple days later, I end up getting this very kind gift from him. And, you know, the thing is, is that I can count on one hand, probably just like a few fingers, the gifts that I have received from other people that have changed my life, but this is definitely one. So before I dive into that too much, um, let me share a little bit with you about the book in case you are not familiar with it. So Mr. Walsh, um, basically the, the way the book opens up is that he is going through a very difficult time in his life. He's in his mid fifties. Everything is falling apart once again. 
Um, he has apparently gone through multiple tough times and he's just, he's just done. He's over it. He's lost it. He's like, I give up. What the hell? What's going on? I can't make anything happen. This is useless, blah, blah, blah. And he starts writing like a really angry, upset letter to God, just really sharing his feelings, getting super honest. And all of a sudden the pen starts writing back and God steps in and starts a discussion with Neil. And, um, you know, when I was first reading this, uh, well, let me back up a minute. <laughs> so basically this book, and I think that there's nine books is a series of the discussions that he was having with God over several year period. Um, I believe the book came out in 1996, and so it is an older book. There's even a movie, and I'm really curious. I actually just kind of uncovered the movie in the midst of just pulling up this information for you, um, and I, I'm not sure how uh, you know how truthful the movie is in honoring like the actual story of what was happening because. Quite frankly, in the book, there's not a ton that talks about what was going on in Neil's life at the time. Um, really just kind of like a small sort of, you know, uh, prolong in the beginning, intro in the beginning, however you want to call it, and then like jump into conversation with God almost immediately. But it is a fascinating discussion talking about everything from the way the world works to, you know, what happens in relationships to, I mean, honestly, anything you could think about. And, um, as I started reading this book, you know, I was very hesitant and I didn't really know what to expect. I was like, okay, someone gifted me this. The least I can do is check it out and see if, you know, see if I resonate with it. Um, and I started reading it and once God stepped in and started answering Neil's questions, I was, I was hooked. I was in, I was the thing was, is the thing is, is that the answers that were provided, I knew weren't coming from a human. It was just like, these are too big, too broad, too, too deep, too perfect, too right. <laughs> um, no human, you know, no human could be answering things like this. And it's funny because, you know, um, if you don't know, I should say I grew up in a Christian family. I called myself a Christian for the majority of my life until my metaphysical awakening back in 2019. Um, and I always considered myself, you know, the most liberal Christian that I'd ever met. Um, I, I was, I had a personal relationship with God. And so the way that I experienced God was very different from the way I saw a lot of people experience God in church and those sorts of things. Um, and I wasn't swayed by what everyone said God was supposed to be or the way God looked at things. Um, it was always humorous to me because growing up, um, especially, you know, once I hit my teens and older, I was such a freaking like spiritual nerd. I mean, I really love diving into deep conversations with people and God was always like top of mind for me. Um, but folks would want to argue with me about why I was a Christian, why I believed in God. And I just honestly refused. It was just like, I look, this is the way that I believe and whatever you believe is good for you. You know, like I'm not going to try and convince you of anything or convert you. And they just didn't understand that. And so they would always argue with me and they'd be like, 
what about God this? And why can't I see God? And, you know, one of the things I would always say is like, why would I want to really be able to understand a God? You know, like a God to me that is worth, you know, my, my admiration, my, my uh, worship, my anything like that is a God that is so perfect and, and by perfect, I mean, so full of love, so above and beyond anything a human can do that I'm just in awe of that God. Right. Um, and even though I, I had a relationship with God all of my life, God really won me over just continuously by consistently showing up, consistently being there when I needed God, consistently doing all of those things for me. Um, and I guess I should have prefaced a little bit at the beginning since we are talking about the G-O-D word. God for me is love. And the way that I've always viewed God is all that God wants from us is to love and to not judge. And if we can actually do those two things, everything in life falls together. But like we're human and that's really effing hard. You know what I mean? Um, and so... God could be universe, it could be goddess, it could be Buddha, it could be whatever it is that's founded in love. As long as it's founded in love, that's what I believe God is, you know? I believe God is nature. I believe God is children. I believe, you know what I mean? Like, God is all things. Um, and I think also God is like the really hard things too. Um, that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> Bottom line is, once I started reading this book, it blew me away. The answers that were coming through. I mean, I used to be a lover of the Bible. I would carry my Bible around with me. My Bible is all highlighted to death because, you know, I would find just such incredible things in the Bible. And the way that I look at the Bible is that it is a living word, meaning that those who actually go there to seek, to understand, to be fed are and they are on their own their own level their own their own wavelength wherever it is that they're they're at their own level of consciousness we don't need to absorb the bible through someone else the bible is provided for us to absorb and to take in and to sit with and resonate and it's not a i mean i never took the bible verbatim um but it was one of those things, the longer I spent time with it, the more alive it came for me. And so I loved, so I, I love so much of the Bible, even still to this day. But conversations with God basically became my new Bible. I can't even tell you how many times I have read this book, no less than 10, um, probably around the, you know, 13 to 15 <laughs> mark, something like that. I have given this book to countless people myself. Um, but this book came in and really started opening my eyes because it was speaking truth that I knew with my whole body, but I had never found in the Christian church. And it set off this whole reaction. I mean, when I think about the metaphysical happening, um, well, the metaphysical occurrence in my life that was 2019, I mean, honestly, I can really, I can go back as far as 2015, um, being in yoga class, doing those things, being around those types of people who had a completely different outlook on life and labeled themselves differently, and yet being some of the most amazing, loving, beautiful people I'd ever met in my life, way better than like 
pretty much everyone I'd met in my church growing up, yet I couldn't understand why they loved crystals and why they, you know, burnt um, sage. And you know what I mean? Like I didn't understand all of that, but I resonated with their hearts. And so when I came to conversation with God, I think I was more open. Um, but this really took me into a whole new journey for myself. I mean, if you are someone who is searching and seeking and on that path and between, you know, like, like really wanting to understand your spirituality or understand what God is about, I highly, highly recommend this book for you because this is a book that I believe everyone can gain value from everyone. It doesn't matter where you're from, where your background, your culture is anything. As long as you come with an open heart, an open mind, and are just curious about it, then you are going to gain something really, really beautiful from this book. And if you know someone who might uh, benefit from it, I highly recommend giving it if that feels right to you. Um, could be something that like two friends read together. I've given it to my Christian friends before, and it's just blown their doors off the hinges as well. Um, what's really fascinating to me is once you dive into the first book, especially, and you're seeing like the questions that Neil is asking. I mean, I was so, (laughs) um, any sort of, I guess I should back up any sort of questions about whether or not this is real were clarified for me in the midst of reading this book because it was like the questions Neil was asking were very uh, very attached to what it was that he was going on with in his life. And I was just like, dude, what the heck? Like I was ticked, honestly. I'm like, why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask this? Why didn't you ask this? Like reading this book thinking like, you knew this was going to happen. Why didn't you ask questions for all of us instead of just your life? <laughs> Um, that was where I was at at the time and that's okay. Um, and then of course I was walking around my apartment like, God, why aren't you talking to me like this? Why aren't we having these discussions? Like there's, come on, like, let, let's do this. This would be awesome. Um, thank you, God. That's what I do now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this book, again, I mean, if, if you want to understand the world around you, if you want to understand why so-called bad things happen, if you want to understand why Hitler is in heaven, um, which I know, like, mind blown, right? Um, if you want to understand those sorts of things, the, the bigger picture of how life works, highly, highly recommend this book. Um, you can buy it on Amazon, um, although I really suggest supporting your local bookstores. Um, I mean, there's tons of used books as well, which I'm always for used books, quite frankly. Um, obviously you can get it on Kindle, anything of that nature, whatever really resonates with you, whatever's easiest. It's even available, available for audiobooks If that is how you, um, digest books best. <laughs> I like start going down an alley with what I'm saying. And then I get there and like, wait a minute. I, I, what do I say here? (laughs) Um, so again, conversations with God and uncommon dialogue book one, um, by Neil Donald Walsh. I highly recommend you check it out. I would love to hear how it resonates with you. Um, what sort of an impact it has, how you feel about the answers that are provided from God And yeah, just all of the really 
you know, feel free to reach out, geek out with me. You can hit me up on social media. Um, I love email personally in regards to connecting with you all. So shoot me an email, soldrivenpodcast at gmail.com and let me know how it goes for you. All right, folks, wrapping up here with our first episode of Things I Love. I hope that you find this valuable. I hope you check it out. And yeah, please share this episode with anyone who might find it valuable to check it out. (laughs) In addition to enjoying this beautiful podcast in and of itself, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day and we will see you soon.